I was talking with one of my high school students a few weeks ago about music by women composers. We were studying Canoeing by Amy Beach in the Celebration Series Level 7 Piano Repertoire Book. It's the third piece in her Opus 119 collection, From 6 to 12 for Piano, written in 1927. Amy Beach was the first American woman to achieve widespread recognition as a composer of large-scale works, I read from my iPad. My student, in addition to piano and double bass, her primary instrument, is also a composer. Her most recent work was a a four-and-a-half-minute piece for string ensemble that she wrote in a weekend. She's also picked up numerous other instruments through the years, harpsichord, marimba, viola, bass drum, guitar, and even a viola da gamba. We listened to a recording of the Amy Beach piece and played through the score. We discussed how the rippling eighth notes between the hands create a sense of paddling left than right. We talked about Amy Beach's life, marriage, and musical career. This piece reminds me of works by a few other women composers, I said after a few minutes. I pulled up a copy of Cécile Chaminade's Album des Enfants, Opus 123, written in 1906, and played the first page. Another female composer writing around the same time was Charlotte Zohi, I said. She has a set of piano pieces that might be fun for you to play, I said, pulling up the score for six petite pieces on my iPad. Her eyes lit up. Yes, I'd like that, she said, nodding. This is how the idea began for studying and learning music by women composers during the month of March, International Women's Month. In this episode, I'll talk about the composers and scores we'll study over the next four weeks and share a resource list of elementary and intermediate piano music written by women composers that you can reference in your teaching. I'm Ashley Danu, and you're listening to Field Notes on Music Teaching and Learning. Writing field notes is a way of documenting and processing what we see in the world. This podcast is a collection of creative ideas, practical strategies, and thoughtful observations from the field of music teaching and learning. Here, you'll find creative and pedagogically sound teaching tips, fresh new approaches you can use in your teaching, and insight into a few tried and true systems and creative processes designed to help you do your best work. Let's get started. Before we get into repertoire and composer details, let me give you a little context to explain my planning approach. I talked about my lesson planning process back in episode 47, but sometimes I find it helpful to plan a study unit for my older students. A study unit is usually around four weeks, and it gives us an opportunity to go in-depth on a particular topic and build on each week. This came about because the high school student I mentioned at the beginning had a wrist injury that has prevented her from playing with her left hand since the beginning of January. But despite that, we've continued our 60-minute weekly lessons by just shifting our priorities and working through a study unit. I outlined five different components that I wanted to cover in every lesson. Aural skills, Things like clapbacks, playbacks, intervals, chord progressions. Score study, a different style period each week 
which led us to studying Amy Beach's canoeing a few weeks ago, rhythm reading, theory worksheets, and sight reading as a duet with me playing the left hand. As she eases back into playing this month, I want to choose repertoire that is accessible and not too technically demanding. In addition, since I know she's also interested in composition, I want to provide a variety of examples that we can study, analyze, and interpret together. I started by making a list of collections that are in the public domain. Then I added a few pieces that I own or that my student owns. I came up with the following. Album Des Enfants, Opus 123 and 126 by Cécile Chaminade. Scenes Enfantine, Opus 92 by Mel Bonny. Six Petite Pieces by Charlotte Zohi. Canoeing by Amy Beach. Portraits and Jazz by Valerie Capers. And 25 Progressive Etudes by Louise Ferenc. I mentioned Cécile Chaminade at the beginning. She was a prolific French composer, writing over 400 pieces in her lifetime. She lived from 1857 to 1944 and gave numerous recitals and concerts around the world, including in the U.S. at Carnegie Hall, Symphony Hall, and the Academy of Music. Her compositional style is very romantic, as evidenced in her melodies and character pieces. From Opus 123, I like Prelude, number one, and Air de Ballet, number 11, and then from Opus 126, I like the Elegy, number seven. Mel Bonny was another French Romantic composer. Her full name was Melanie. She lived from 1858 to 1937 and wrote over 300 pieces, including chamber works, piano music, choral pieces, organ music, and melodies. She studied with the famous César Franck and continued her studies with him at the Paris Conservatory in 1877. Her music shows the influence of Impressionism and Orientalism, as well as the music of Franck, Faure, and Cesson. From her Opus 92, I like Cash Cash Number 2, which means hide and seek. Valerie Capers is an African-American composer and pianist born in 1935. She's also legally blind. Her collection, Portraits and Jazz, features 12 pieces spanning a variety of jazz styles, each influenced by a different jazz artist, from Ella Fitzgerald to Duke Ellington to Billie Holiday. I love Billie's song, and a taste of bass could be fun since my student is a bass player. I first learned about 19th century composer Louise Ferenc as an undergraduate student at the University of Georgia. I don't remember exactly how I discovered one of her chamber music pieces, but I remember trying to learn everything I could about her. I even asked the music librarian, Mr. Kelly, for help in my research. But at the time, there wasn't much to find. Fortunately, now, Louise Ferenc is more well-known, and her music is performed more frequently. One of her collections that I plan to introduce to my student during our Women in Music unit study is 25 Progressive Etudes for Piano, Opus 50. The first etude is probably a level four or so, and as the title suggests, 
they get progressively more difficult from there. I like number four in E minor, number 11 in D minor, and number 12 in C major. I want to mention a few other women composers and collections here that are on my list for elementary and intermediate students. Look for this list and all the resource links on where to find this music in the show notes. First, Little Gems for Piano. These are beautiful rote pieces for beginners of all ages, written by Paula Dreyer. We actually just interviewed Paula for our Entrepreneur Profile series on the Musician and Company blog. I will include a link to that article in the show notes. Upgrade is a unique series that's designed to bridge the gap between grades, written by Pam Wedgwood. It's available for grades 0 to 1, 1 to 2, 2 to 3, 3 to 4, and 4 to 5. The Old Boatman is a two-page early intermediate piece by Florence Price. Gifts of Asia is an early intermediate collection of folk music from China, Japan, Korea, and Taiwan, arranged by Emily Lin. Splattered with Fun features six white-key major and minor pieces for late elementary students, written by Glenda Austin. I'm Not Scared has ten spooky pieces for early intermediate players, written by Nancy Telfer. This will be great for October and Halloween time. Pictures and Beyond Book One has contemporary avant-garde pieces for elementary students, written by Diane gulkazian Rabi. Book Two includes pieces for early intermediate and intermediate students. At the Piano is a collection of six pieces by Catherine Hoover. Piano Dreams features creative pieces for elementary and intermediate students with programmatic titles written by Anne Terzabosic. Cool Piano is a popular supplemental series. Book one is written for grades one to two, written by Heather Hammond. The series is available up to grades six and seven, which is Cool Piano Book Six. Jazz, Rags, and Blues, another great series. My students love Martha Muir's music. In fact, the student I mentioned at the beginning, I think started with book one, and I think she has book five now. We also love Martha Muir's duet collections and the Christmas Jazz, Rags, and Blues. Enchanted World is a creative recreation of A.A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh, written for piano, grades 1 through 3, by June Armstrong. At the Lake is an inspiring collection of elementary and late elementary solos and duets inspired by the lake, written by Elvina Truman Pierce. Very Easy Little Peppers are jazz miniatures written for late beginners by Australian composer Alyssa Milne. Higgledy Piggledy Jazz is a collection of jazzy solos written by Elena Cobb for late elementary and early intermediate students. Each includes a section for students to improvise using the 12-bar blues. P.S. If you're interested in introducing the blues to your students, be sure to check out episode 45, The Blues Composition Project. Impressions, a suite for solo piano, features new age lyrical solos for intermediate students, written by Jennifer Eklund. 
The Best of Melody Bober, Book 2, is a wonderful collection of intermediate and late intermediate solos. Victress Sessions is modern interpretations of works by women composers, written for early intermediate students by Andrea Dow. This is a great way to introduce composers such as Louise Ferenc, Amy Beach, Teresa Carreño, Clara Schumann, and more. And a collection of Florence Price's Piano Teaching Music, Volume 1, Beginning Pieces. These are beginning and elementary teaching pieces written by Florence Price and edited by Leah Jensen Abbott. This, of course, is only a starting place and is by no means a comprehensive list. A few other 20th and 21st century women composers worth mentioning are Nancy Faber, Jane Bastian, Helen Marley, Frances Clark, Louise Goss, Catherine Rollin, Chiwa Tan, and Chrissy Ricker. I hope this episode inspires you to seek out repertoire by women composers this month and throughout the year to share with your students. Who are your favorite women composers? What are your favorite collections? Leave a comment on the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. I'd love to continue expanding my repertoire list as well. Thanks so much for listening today. For written notes, related links, and more information on today's topic, visit ashleydanu.com slash fieldnotes. You can find me on Instagram at ashleydanu. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much if you'd subscribe and leave a review in Apple Podcasts. This will help others discover this content in the future. Plus, I'd love to hear what you like about the show and if there's anything specific you'd like to hear in the future. Again, thanks so much for tuning in today. See you next time.